Boom, and welcome back to another episode of Sentinel Sideline 365. Uh, coming back to you with a quick episode, under five minutes, I'm going to give you some a uh, little bit of news about what's going on, what I heard today that I thought was interesting. Uh, so it looks like Florida State's been in touch with a, I would say, a pretty good prospect that's in the portal still available. He entered his name on April 18th, so before the deadline. He's not a grad transfer by any means. He's a player with uh, two-plus years of eligibility still left. Uh, I believe he's a true sophomore, a guy that you may be familiar with uh, because Florida State was deep in his recruitment out of high school. Uh, he goes by the name well, – go, goes by the name. It is his name. What am I talking about? Uh, Tywone Malone, uh, highly recruited, highly recruited player uh, that signed with Ole Miss. I believe he was a what, top 70 player out of high school – um, as you can see by his recruiting profile here, uh, Florida State had a final official visit with them before he signed with Ole Miss uh, in the 2021 year. Uh, so he's been out of high school a couple of years here. Hasn't had a, 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 a huge impact on the college game as of yet, but you can see here by, by the little bit of career stats that he has, he slowly started to get playing time. And with that playing time, he slowly started to uh, uh, get some production. So five total tack or 10 total tackles last year, one sack. Uh, and most of that production came at the end of the season, as you can see here. His best game was his last, the last game he played for the year against Texas Tech with two total solo tackles and one sack. I believe he had a pass deflection uh, in that game as well. So what you're getting here and why Florida State's in contact with, so that's the biggest news. They're not, they're, there's no news of him coming on campus this weekend or anything like that, but they've been in contact with one of, I think, a handful of schools. And these are big-time schools, Michigan, Ohio State, Miami. Um, a lot of big-time programs are in touch with him. The reason it is because it's a lot of high upside with this kid, right? Multiple years of eligibility still left. This is almost like you're re-recruiting him at a high school. This is a guy that that has two plus years of eligibility still left. So if you're a team that's looking to has a veteran defensive line, and this is a guy that is known to be pretty athletic, he's a dual sport player. Keep that in mind. He plays baseball for Ole Miss. And once again, his production there is not super. Uh, he's an infielder. Uh, this is hard to read. I, this is a horrible site in terms of uh, seeing the stats. I had to zoom in really bad. But, um, as you can see here, he's only had 19 at-bats in his career. So not a ton of production there. But this is something that's important. This guy, if you can play both sports, you have some athleticism to you, right? Jameis Winston, uh, multiple athletes, Deion Sanders. Guys that can do this, especially if you're on the defensive line, the guy's got some power and uh, athletic ability behind him. So this is a guy that these, these programs see as a still developing piece that has a high ceiling to him, right? And, and that's a reason why Florida State is going after him to this point is that you're not coming in and hoping you get one year of production with them. Florida State's looking at their depth chart and saying, look, we have a ton of veteran guys on our defensive line right now, right? What do we even do? Like, do we feel confident that, our high school recruiting, you know, do we want to rely fully on our high school recruiting or do we want to treat this portal prospect like a extension of our high school recruiting, right? Because when you look at our defense right here, when you look at our depth chart quickly, you'll see, like I said, uh, on the defensive tackle side, Fabian's going to be gone next year. Fisk will be gone next year, uh, after next year. Dennis Briggs, gone next year. Dale Jackson may be gone next year, depending on how this goes. Probably back, but he could be gone. Uh, when you look at that, you know, Malcolm Ray, ju you know, junior, um, a lot of guys, Gilbert Edmonds, guy from South Carolina, he's he's on this junior transfer year. So you have a lot of older guys on this defensive line. Jerry Verse is going to be gone at the defensive end spot. Um, but you have a lot of defensive tackles, especially who are in their veteran years, right? 
and you're going to have to find a way to quickly supplement that talent. Because if you, we know, we saw last year with the defensive line, the interior, a lot of times got eaten up by some, some good running teams, right? And, and this is a way that you could bring in the prospect and say, hey, it may not be this year, but next year you're going to be a critical piece to this line. And you're going to have a front row spot to compete right away after next year. Make it some rotational minutes here, develop with Odell. Odell has a history of sending guys to the league, right? So we have that. But in the next two years, you'll have two plus years to compete for a starting spot at Florida State. That's what they can sell to them. This kid's from New Jersey. There's no hometown recruiting pitch or anything like that. But the good thing is you have a prior relationship of working with this kid before at a high school. You had one of his last official visits before he signed with Ole Miss. Didn't work out there. So you're getting your second recruitment with him. You have a relationship. No one, you know, all the main coaches are still with Florida State, right? Odell, Knight, Norvell. The second thing is, is that you have potential available playing time next year after next season, right? A lot of veterans on this roster. You can sell that to him. The third thing is, is the baseball program. The bad thing is the baseball program right now is kind of in the crapper, but it's being rebuilt, right? You got Link Jarrett first season trying to overhaul that roster, just kind of like Mike Norvell did. He's got to figure some things out. And I think Florida State may be able to give him the opportunity to continue to play that he wants. This is something he said that he wants to continue his journey on playing baseball. Is Florida State willing to do that? We talked about that with Keon Coleman. I said, if Keon Coleman wants to continue to play basketball at Florida State, Leonard Hamilton should give it to him. You're coming off a nine-win season. Link Jarrett, same thing. These, these programs need to work in tandem to land some of these recruits, especially in the era of transfer portal in NIL. But do you, do you disagree with me on that? Do you think it shouldn't be in tandem like that? Should multiple programs not be giving dual sport athletes kind of this uh, this uh, double scholarship or, or this double, hey, well, we'll shake your hand if you shake ours. But I think with those programs being in such a low place right now, they need to kind of help out the football program with this. And I think this is this is a win-win for Florida State because it shouldn't piss off anyone in the defensive lineman room because of where those players stand at, at the towards the end of part of their career. And this is just a yarn. This is all, like I said, like an extension of your high school recruiting, right? So let me know in, in the chat. Do you think Florida State should continue to pursue this guy and try to get him on campus? Or do you think that it's okay to let this guy slide to like a Miami who, who right now they're reporting that they're in the lead for him? So that is the other interesting part to this. If you read any of their the, any of their stuff right now, Miami uh, states or, or college football analysts state that Florida, uh, Miami's in the lead right now. And that makes sense because, I mean, we took Daryl Jackson away from them. So they've lost one of their primary uh, playmakers on the defensive line, and they're rebuilding. So this would make sense that they could, they could give this kid immediate playing time right now. So that's something Florida State can't give. They can't give him same-year playing time. But they can give him, comp, you know, compete for that after next season. So we'll be interesting. Should we pursue him or should we let him slide to somewhere like Miami? Do we want to play against him? That's the big thing. Or, I mean, if it's between you know, Miami and Ohio State, I would think he would go to Ohio State. But <laughs> you never know. You never know. It could be just up to playing time. And Miami can definitely give him immediate playing time. So let me know in the comments what your thoughts are. Do you want to use these scholarships other places, or do you think this guy is worth the scholarship? Let me know in the comments. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Speak with you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.